Well, hey everyone, and today we have a very special episode. Well, I want to ask you something. Do you constantly put yourself down and question your abilities? Do you think you are not good enough? Do you question your decisions all the time? Well, chances are you do all this because you doubt yourself in most situations. And today in this episode, we'll take a look at what is this self-doubt? Why it happens and how to overcome it. Let's hit it up for today's episode. Well, hey everyone, welcome to Living Extraordinary podcast with your friend and host Shirish. Living Extraordinary is a feeling. Well, this podcast is for all those people who want to live an extraordinary life. For all those people who want to feel happy and alive every single day, a life of your choice, a life on your terms, a life that you truly desire and deserve. Whether you're a teenager or 30 something, it's for all of those people who believe they have so much potential in them and want to build a successful life. Let's give it up to your extraordinary life with me, Shirish, in this Living Extraordinary podcast. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Living Extraordinary podcast with me, Shirish. And if you have not already done so, do subscribe to this podcast and share with your family and friends. Well, we all have moments of self-doubt at some point in our lives, right? and i too had my share of those moments and it can be really tough to deal with especially when it feels like you are your own worst enemy and i know that because i've been there well though it's normal to have moments of self doubt but when those doubts start to take over and control our lives it can be difficult to break free from that negative thinking we may start to question everything we do and feel like we are not good enough no matter what we achieve doubt can actually stop us from achieving our goals and reaching our full potential it can make us feel like we are not good enough no matter what we do this can be even tougher especially when we are like still trying to figure out who we are and i have been there myself i know i know the feeling but it doesn't have to be that way well there are ways to overcome self doubt and start living a happier life to get freedom from self doubt you must first need to know more about it and let me start by telling you this if you suffer from self doubt i want you to know it's not your fault yes it's not that is something that i have learned in my journey well i know you don't want to live with this self doubt anymore and i was not myself wanted to live with this self doubt and i know this self doubt could be paralyzing for you and your ambitions i know that you have not chosen to be like this i know you must be tired of proving yourself to every single person around and proving it to yourself every time i know you want to be free from this feeling and the idea of today's podcast is to do exactly that well let me first explain you about the self doubt so in most simple terms what i have found out is self doubt is defined as lack of confidence in one's own abilities so it's a feeling of doubt or uncertainty about our own feeling our own actions our own abilities and thoughts self doubt basically comes from the very core of our individual beliefs about ourselves yeah our beliefs are super important so i define self doubt as that little voice in our head 
that says to you, you can't do it. You are not good enough. What will people think about you? No, 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 no. Don't do it. You will embarrass yourself. Can you relate to that little voice in your head? Every time you try to do something, every time you feel like, oh, I can do this, then this little voice of self-doubt stops you with all these things. So <laughs> self-doubt and I are old friends. We go way back to early childhood. Now, if you ask me, I will honestly tell you that I had a decent childhood where I have been seen, where I've seen both spectra of kindness and strictness. So I grew up in a joint family with my uncles and cousins living in the same house. My parents raised us, me and my brother, to push ourselves and become someone for ourselves. They were supportive and strict as well, but generally more supportive side. Still, self-doubt made its way into the fabric of my being and cleverly declared itself as boss. Taking the decisions at school and among my peers, seeping into my professional life as I grew up and chased my dreams. Well, sure, I'm living some of my dreams and I'm still working towards my next goals and I, and I feel my life is blessed. But you know how these things work actually? A thing like self-doubt has the ability to imprison us and tell us that we are not good enough. And it gives us the restless feeling of wait till they find out I'm not good enough when you succeed, undermining our achievements. And we just keep trying to overachieve. And I did exactly that. No matter what area of life I was focusing on, I had to be the best. Yes, the best student, the best employee, the best entrepreneur, the best son, the best father, the best mentor. But I never stopped to consider what best really means. For instance, what's best? How is it defined? It's taken me years to realize that the prison of self-doubt was never locked. It was something self-created. And all I needed is to walk out of it. So in order to overcome our limitations, we have to turn around and face it, study it, and watch it like we would observe exotic animals in a zoo. Yeah. And that is exactly what I did for my self-doubt. So like all habits, self-doubt can come from a wide variety of sources. And in fact, no two people's struggle with self-doubt are exactly the same. For example, for one person, self-doubt may have originated in childhood, perhaps as a result of the way they were raised, on the other hand, self-doubt can become an issue later in adulthood in response to an unexpected crisis or a stressor. Well, in my experience, self-doubt tends to take four primary forms. That's what I've learned from my journey. Well, you can understand them as types of self-doubt as well. And I did exactly the same to understand my self-doubt. So I really want you to identify yourself as to what areas you encounter self-doubt, all right? So here we go. The first one is when you doubt your decisions. So indecisiveness is when you consistently struggle to make even small decisions for fear of making the wrong decision and whatever consequences may result. As small as deciding what to order for dinner. Yes, the first form is when you doubt your decisions. 
The second type of self-doubt, what I found out, is when you doubt yourself and you feel you're not good enough. Well, it's like saying, I'm not good enough. I'm not worth it. I don't look good. Oh, I look so ugly. You doubt your personality, your appearance and identity. That is this type. And I had a part of this type as well, right? Where I had that I'm not good enough. The next type is when you doubt your abilities, like I can't do it. I mean, you constantly feel like that there are so many other people better than me. I really can't do this. You just feel like you don't have the ability or capability to perform certain tasks. The last one is when you don't believe in your accomplishments. Well, I've seen this a lot in people. It's like, to you, it seems so ordinary. It's like thinking it's not a big deal. Anybody can do it. Now, can you relate to it? Maybe if you do this or maybe if you have seen somebody doing this, that they undermine their own accomplishments and you feel like, oh, that's really great. But then they say, no, it's nothing. You know, um, people can do it better. That's the self-doubt when you don't believe in your accomplishments. Okay, great now. So that you've understood the types of the self-doubt, well, I'm sure you must have identified which one could be more than, I mean, which one could be you, or it could be more than one type of self-doubt that you face. So now is the time to ask a bigger question. Why we actually do this? Why we really doubt ourselves? Because when we are all born with as an empty slates, then how do we start doubting ourselves at some point in our lives? And that is something that I started learning about. Like, you know, when we are born, we are so energetic. We, we want to conquer the world. And then we are so excited about life. Then suddenly how this actually comes into our life. Now, what I found out that there are plenty of reasons behind self-doubt. But I have got about six most common reasons for you in this episode. And... I want you to listen closely and try to figure out which one or maybe more than one reasons apply to you, right? And it's pretty simple. So I'm sure you will understand it once you learn and you'll say, oh yeah, that's so true. Because when I was doing it, I found it, oh yeah, that is just so true. All right. So the first one is from the childhood upbringing. So our upbringing plays a big role in shaping our habits and personalities, right? We all know this. So if you're raised by parents that constantly told you that you were not good enough or were natured by schools that judge students heavily on their grades, you might have already internalized the habit of questioning yourself. And a lot of people, they do this. And for them, self-doubt could be sitting in this boss's chair, dictating their decisions because they just don't think they're good enough. And Moreover, your sense of personality is messed up by seeking others' opinion. And whenever you try to do something that you truly want and enjoy, your self-doubt creeps in and tells you that you might not be loved. You might not be accepted. Yes, acceptance is a big part of our human life. So yeah, the first form is about childhood upbringing. The second reason of self-doubt is, (laughs) this is a big one, comparisons, yes. Well, self-doubt is defined as lack of confidence in one's own ability. And when plagued with self-doubt, we believe that we can't do something. And if we dig a bit deeper, we will find that this belief arises from comparisons. Yeah, comparisons. So we believe we can't do it the way someone else does it. How often have you thought about it? 
So it's not about I can't do it. It's more about I can't do it the way someone else does it. Think about it. It's like having a benchmark and thinking I can't do it that particular way or like that particular person because I have something in my mind. So we try to gauge success and failure by the norm, which is always set by others. Think about it. I'm going to repeat this. So we gauge success and failure by the norm, which is always set by others. Like get higher grades or probably do well in your job, earn this kind of a money, have this kind of a family. So all these things are set by others. So if you never had the ability to compare yourself with others, would you be plagued either by self-doubt or its opposite overconfidence? Well, think about it. If you cannot compare yourself to anyone, would you really think about you doubt yourself? I don't think so. So it's important that we understand whether your self-doubt is coming from comparisons. And maybe it could be childhood. Maybe your parents are always comparing you or your sibling or with other students. So yeah, and then you doubt yourself because you want to do things their way. Think about it. Now, the third reason is our past experience or mistakes. So like past experience can have a huge impact on how we react, especially if we have had a bad experience before. Like when you're trying something, but you failed or a time when you gave up because you were not able to handle it. And it happens so often. So our mind forms such a pattern and held us tight not to do it again. And to do so fills us up with self-doubt, emphasizing that you have failed last time, so you can't do it. So our past experience can shake and rattle our beliefs. However, continuing to reference past experiences without learning from them is just a waste of your bright future, I believe, right? Don't you think? So yeah, your past experiences or past mistakes, they form a pattern in your mind and then you doubt yourself. Well, next is how the important people in our lives react to our judgment and mistakes. That's so important. So another potential cause of self-doubt arises from how the important people in our lives react to our decisions, to our judgment, to our mistakes, everything. And if they think that our mistakes make us stupid, we might be more likely to agree. If they think our mistakes are just a normal part of a human being, then we might agree with that as well. So if you're surrounded by people who critique you more than appreciating your efforts, self-doubt is very common. So if your parents are more critical than appreciative, I'm sure you will have self-doubt issues. No matter what age you are, if you're 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, I've seen people with about 40s and 50s still, still doubting themselves. And sometimes when I talk to them, it's actually coming from their childhood, from their parents. Like they were so critical, you always have to doubt yourself. So if you grew up in an environment that judges you or has certain standards that you must follow to be acceptable by your parents or by society, then you're already struggling with self-doubt. Chances are, yeah. It's kind of living a life of duality. And I know, and I know, it is just so trying to pretend to do something when you really don't want to do it. 
but then self-doubt comes and tells you not to reveal your true self because you might not be perceived in the right way, right? So you kind of have duality with those people. All right. The fifth reason for self-doubt is new challenges of fear of failure. Well, this is, this is pretty normal, right? Because we have no experience with how to react or what things we need to do. The feeling of uncertainty and insecurity will make you feel uncomfortable. So fear of failure is also a big reason why a lot of people get into self-doubt. And the last is feeling like an imposter. <laughs> yeah, there's something called imposter syndrome. Well, this is a form of self-doubt because it's generated by a habit of doubting your own accomplishments. Wow. Well, I, I learned this and I, and I used to do this. It's like when someone gives you a compliment for your achievement, you reply back, oh, it's really not a big deal. Anybody could do it. Can you relate to it? Do you do this yourself? Well, it's like everything that you have accomplished is not enough. And the more you do it, the more self-doubt you will have. So I want you to now think about what are the reasons that resonate with you out of these six. It's childhood upbringing or constant comparisons or maybe your past experiences or mistakes that you have committed or maybe how the important people in your life react to your actions and mistakes. And is it a challenge or it's a new challenge, a fear of failure or a fear of new challenge? Or last is undermining your own achievements. So think about which ones resonate with you. Well, I'll tell you something. It's okay to have some self-doubt because that pushes you to be better. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. And even if we have a lot of self-doubt, that is okay too. Because I want to tell you something. It's not your fault. And you can surely take it out with a very few simple techniques that I'm going to tell you in the next episode. So just relax and be okay. It's not your fault. Because most of us, self-doubt is acquired from other people. Well, think about it. Where did we learn about comparing ourselves with others? Hmm, probably school or parents. Who told you that you are not good enough? Chances are your friends, your parents or teachers. Who scolded you for making mistakes against society? Where did we learn that failure is bad? Well, people will not like you if you fail. Again, from your school, parents or society in general. Who told you that it is not a big deal? to be happy about your win. Anybody can do it. The high probability is that you must have picked this one again from other people as well, right? See, I told you, it's not your fault. You're just living a life impressed upon you by other people and you don't even know about it. Nobody told you that it's not your fault. And all through this time, you kept believing that there is something wrong with you. Why can't you make firm decisions? Why can't you be more confident in your abilities? Why can't you believe in yourself? Why can't you just go confidently out in the world and do what you want to do? Well, all you need to do is to take out some time and just address this self-doubt once and for all. And this is what I did. And I'm and, and thankful, I'm grateful that I did this. I came across this knowledge and it helped me so, 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 so very well. And that's what I want to share with you in this episode. So, I will talk about an extraordinary strategy that helped me take out my self-doubt from my life in the next episode, which is part two of this episode. Since it was a big concept, so I have to divide it in two parts. So make sure to tune into that episode and you will be blown away by the simplicity of the strategy. And I'm sure you'll have some fun doing it too. All right, so one more thing, please share with people and give me a shout out on social media if you like this episode. 
Well, I want this podcast to reach a million people. Yes, that's my big mission because I see so many people struggling with these things and I have struggled too. And it took me a lot of time to figure out a solution. But through this podcast, I want to help people so that they can actually start living an extraordinary life for themselves. And you don't have to go 10 different places or 20 different places to find the right answers. So I do the heavy lifting for you and I would want to really reach out to more and more people. So help me in my journey, right? So please forward it to your family and friends and anyone who want to build a great life for themselves. Well, I'm Shirish, your friend and mentor. I'll see you very soon in the next episode. Till then, bye-bye.